Coming to you from the Black Swan Media Studios, this is Fireside Chats, talking to the real difference makers in the world. Now, here is your host, John Crump. Hi, everyone. It is a Tuesday for Fireside Chats of the Week because we did uh, Virginia Reloaded yesterday because we were kind of running behind on that. We weren't going to do a Firefly chat until tomorrow, but I guess I moved things around because my next guest has brought something to my attention. But before we get into that, let's go ahead and talk about our sponsors. Our first sponsor is Black Swan Tactical. Black Swan Tactical is my company where you can buy all the latest and greatest gear and t-shirts and all the funny mugs and even shoes. Swan Tactical, your number one source for 2A streetwear. With shirts, mugs, hats, patches, flags, and more, there's always something to help you rep the 2A community. All proceeds go back into our projects. Viewers and listeners can take an additional 10% off with code CRUMPY. Unapologetically pro-gun, pro-liberty, and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war. And our next sponsor, which is very, very relevant to the today's show, and that is Tusk. We'll talk about that. Why? We'll, we'll talk about why in a second. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet! With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. And that's the reason why that commercial is very, or the advert, whatever you want to call it, is very critical. And joining me now, taking a big swig of water, is the co-founder of Tusk, Mr. Rob McNeely. The only gun currency you should use. We'll get into why. Uh, Not much, not much. I wasn't going to do a show today until I saw your email. Then I'm like, damn it. I did a video, I dropped a video, and I'm doing a show. And I'm writing an article, but uh, I am working on another article that's very, very hush-hush that kind of took over. Um, I'll I'll be dropping that, I don't know, tonight, tomorrow, I don't know when. But it's going to be interesting, and it's going to be exciting, and it's going to be cool. That's always cool when you drop cool stuff. Well, someone really technical came to me and said... I got an article, a technical article, and I want you to write it because I know you're technical. And I don't think other people are going to be able to translate or understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> I, was well, like, oh, I, think I that's, don't have time well, to explain it. So I was like, all right, whatever. It's, it's always good to help people. You know, part of, I think the one of the things with like, tech guys where they miss is the fact that a lot of tech guys are just don't understand that they speak a different language and they don't even because of that lack of self-awareness they don't try to figure out how to communicate their ideas in simple ways and you know i personally think that it's a lot harder to take technical concepts and and translate them in simple ways i think that's a it's sign of someone that's insanely hard it is hard but the people that can do that and do that well uh are the ones that are, I think, the most successful because you can you can bridge that gap. Um, and you know how it is, and even with our Tusk project, right? It's like we're having to spend a lot of time to dumb down in a way, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but to take the complicated world of cryptocurrency and blockchain and then translate it into what that means for the average person. So, for instance, if you're talking about... <clears throat> You know, if you talk about Visa or MasterCard or PayPal or Venmo or any of those third-party payment options, you, no one tries to explain those 
by explaining the SWIFT system and how they're, how the clearinghouse works and, and all the, how that works, right? They just say, oh, you can just download this app and move money around. And, and ultimately, a lot of people in crypto and blockchain, they try to talk about, well, you know, we got to talk about block size. And if you don't know, if you don't want to know about block size, you know, you're just, you're just a statist or, you know, or no coin or what have you, <clears throat> whatever wonder. insult they want to use. I, I, you know. I, I think that's the, the most hilarious insult ever because it's not really an insult to people that are no coiners. <laughs> they don't care. They're like, right. yeah, so they're, what's your point? It's like, I mean, what's, what's the, what would you call someone who doesn't have a Tesla stock, a no Tesla stocker? I, I, yeah, it's dumb. Pretty dumb. Um, but I think we need to do a better job, though, is people that are in the tech world at explaining things in a way that normal, common folk can understand and relate to. And I think the fact that, that so many people in Bitcoin and, and crypto and blockchain don't do that and don't try to do that, I think is part of the problem that one of the reasons that adoption really hasn't happened yet for you know, buying and selling goods and services with crypto payments. Yeah, I, I, I definitely... I definitely do see that happening, although I do think that is slowly changing. Um, but I got to ask you a question, and this is a very serious question, and I want an honest answer. All right. What's that? It's a hard question. Very hard question. I will do my best. Be easy on me, though. All right. Are you building a uh, registration? Nope. Are you sure? Positive. Okay. Uh, I want to get back into a little bit of the technical stuff really quick before we get into it. Sure. All right. So the processing times are at 30 seconds or less than than 30 seconds. Three seconds? Less than three seconds? Two and a half seconds to three seconds typically for task payments to get confirmed. It's really fast. We give an eye. How are you doing it that fast? Compared to other blockchains, well, we programmed it that way. Um, we are so so. For instance, technical so technical stuff, right? Bitcoin, the biggest blockchain, is called let's just call it a different type of blockchain than what we have. And in their blockchain, the way Bitcoin was uh, built, um, a lot more servers around the world have to confirm um, transactions. And the minimum time for that is 10 minutes. But it can take hours and days, depending on how much you spend on transaction fees, to get an approval on Bitcoin. Okay. Our network. So so our network. the, the The only way to do that is a hard fork. Yeah, and that's why you got Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV and some other ones. So with um, Tusk, we're a different type of blockchain um, than Bitcoin. We're, I would say, we're more advanced. We're a newer code base than than Bitcoin. Now our code base has been around for years, but um, but with our blockchain, we have fewer number of validating nodes at any one time. So instead of having the entire network have to kind of agree or the majority of the network have to agree on a transaction as in Bitcoin, which takes a long, long, long time. Um, we have uh, block producers instead of miners and there's only 21 validating nodes at any one time. And then we have 79 backup plus at any one time. Um, and so, but in our blockchain, they're elected to that position by the community. Um, and so it's that's actually a security feature of Tusk. But the idea is that um, if one of those 21 um, nodes go down, a backup can immediately fill its place. It's like a self-healing network. And so um, we're just different. And and we felt that um, there's always trade-offs and everything in the world, but we felt that 10-minute uh, block times or half-hour, two-hour, three-hour, 10-hour block times and or transaction uh, confirmation times um, are really prohibitive from someone actually using it for buying something like goods and services. No one's going to wait in line at Starbucks for 20, 30, 40 minutes, two hours for their payment to go through. And so we we felt that um, going with something that was uh, probably as fast, if not faster than a credit card transaction made more sense for that application. How fast does your background checks run? <clears throat> background checks? Yeah. Don't you do background checks on people who buy stuff every day? Yeah. Not at all. Are you sure? Anybody can use. Anybody oh, can use. Oh, hold on! Any- no registration. No background checks. You know what? 
no AML KYC because we don't have to do AML KYC. That's the thing, right? We're a public blockchain. You know, um, anybody can set up an account. I don't, I don't even have a way to check someone's ID who sets up an account. You know, um, you know what? I, I, I know, I know why I'm getting all confused. Why? I thought you were a safe shield coin. No, we are not safe shield. <clears throat> all right, or gun clear, or several of the other types of blockchains like that that are coming out of the woodwork now and that you should probably be paying attention to if you're a you know, self-respecting gun owner. Which is why I brought you on. Uh, if you don't know, when I was asking those questions and I was asking questions I already knew the answer to and sprinkling in questions about registrations and background checks, there is something called SYK Holdings, which owns like some like sports websites that deal with NASCAR and stuff like that, but they're getting into the coin market. They also own a, uh, I guess an importer firearms importer, but they're getting into the coin market with their own coin. And that coin is called uh safe shield coin. And what safe shield coin is, is a coin that you use to buy firearms or firearms parts online or whatever, or wherever. And, it stores all your personal information. So basically it's, it's a, it's a registry. <laughs> it's a blockchain registry, basically. Um, and not only that, it runs, um, background checks. It runs background checks, not only at the time of purchase or, or at, uh, you know, the time of transfer, it runs it every day. And if something comes up and it triggers a red flag, they notify law enforcement and they want to work directly with the ATF. This sounds like a horrible idea. Sounds like a yep. terrible idea. Well, he, here's the thing. And, and you and I have been talking about blockchain and crypto. And, and one of the things that I've said to you, and you can attest that I said, regardless of what gun owners may think of Bitcoin and Tusk and other cryptocurrencies right now, regardless of what the gun world, the gun retail world, thinks of it now blockchain and crypto are coming to get you and you have two choices right now is that this technology can be used for good or evil just like a gun a gun's a tool blockchain and crypto are technically just tools now you can choose to embrace technology and embrace a crypto payments project like tusk and adopt it in the industry start using it or some other payment coin that is basically gun registration in a box, gun control in a box, gun control on a blockchain. Safe shield coin. Gun clear is another one. Gun clear. And I think there's a and I think I've heard of a third one that's trying yeah, to do there, the same kind of there's three, yeah. And so my concern is is that you know how it is with anti-gun people. And and the Safe Shield one is is at least honest about it. I was looking at their Twitter feed today and they're like straight up, we want to do gun control. Well, right in well, their Twitter feed. They don't hide it. Well, they have the hashtag gun control now. Right. And so so to me, I think we're in a crypto blockchain arms race, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And, and, and you guys got to get off the bench, man. Uh, because we're working on it. No, <laughs> not you. I'm talking about the people out there because oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if we don't choose something like Tusk, which is gun friendly, and when they shut down the credit card processors, because they will shut down the credit card processors, you're going to have to go to some type of crypto to buy your firearms online and buy your firearms parts online. And guess what? It's either going to be Tusk or it's going to be Safe Shield coin or some other coin that has a registration uh, built in. You know, one of the things that I've always said about like when it comes to decentralized repository database. So the government's always wanted that. They want a list of gun owners and, and they've always wanted it, but they're not supposed to do that right now. Technically, my understanding at the federal level, it's technically illegal for them to collect a database about a gun owners right now. That doesn't preclude them from buying one. And, and that's my concern when I see these kind of crypto projects, because I don't want cryptocurrency as a technology to scare people in the two-way space away. It is new. It is paradigm shifting and the way finance in the way e-commerce are going to be moving. This is not going away. Okay. This is changing fundamentally how we do payments, how we do investing, how we do banking. Those are all going to change over the next decade tremendously. 
And if you're not paying attention right now, you're going to be left behind. But I, I am definitely concerned. And you how you know how it is with anti-gunners, right? They just don't stop. Okay. And persistence is a thing. And my concern is, is that we should be aware of these projects as they start cropping up because yep. they're not going to stop coming. Well, so, and and it's just a matter that. of time. And, and it's just a matter of time I, before I, one of them gets their, some politician gets a bug in his ass and decides, oh, that's a good idea. Let's start backing it. Yeah, I, I got a video up on John Crump News. If you go to YouTube.com slash John Crump News uh, that talks mm-hmm. about it, uh, G-Webs wants to know if they're designed to support and fund anti-gun organizations. They're designed to be a freaking gun registration and a daily background check system that will notify and red flag you. Notify law enforcement yeah. and red flag, red flag you. That's the design and that's the danger. So do you want to work with, so I'm assuming in the future that a big chunk of the world in e-commerce is going to be going to crypto. I just don't think there's a way around that at this point. It's it. You were talking multi-trillion dollar market cap already with crypto. I mean, this is not like just a fad anymore. Um, and so the question is, as a two-way community, crypto can actually be uh, a liberating tool. And, and I think it is. And that's why we developed it because we are looking ahead. And to me, I see the way things are going, you know, between Shopify and Salesforce and um, PayPal and all these other, you know, financial institutions that just literally straight up hate guns and these Silicon Valley companies that hate guns is that we need a decentralized solution that we're adopting like Tusk. I don't own Tusk, like as far as it's a, it's not a company, like I'm not the CEO, I'm not in charge. You put a bullet in my head right now, Tusk still operates. Like I can't shut Tusk down if I wanted to right now. That's yeah. the fun part about Tusk. Once we launched it and the, the all those block producer servers that run the network, those are individually run by individual people all around the world. And they get paid in Tusk to run those servers. It's all decentralized. I don't even know who most of them are. I know where some of them are. Some of the servers are in like Vietnam and foreign countries. And, and so the Tusk network is global. Like our, our network is all over the place. So even if Rob, who's just like, well, I'm just a mascot really for Tusk. I'm just the biggest fanboy of it. Um, but I don't control it. I have no way to shut down an account. I have no way to flag an account. I have no way to shut down the block producers other than my own. Cause I do operate one. Um, but we're decentralized. It's, it's not, there's not a central point of failure with our network. Um, and so to me, if we as a community don't get behind, and whether it's Bitcoin or Tusk or whatever decentralized crypto platform you can choose, because I love Bitcoin too, don't get me wrong. But if we don't start adopting one of these decentralized networks as a, you know, as an industry and a community, I think one of those blockchain companies is going to be, you know, thrust on us when we don't have a choice. And I don't think we want that. I think it'd be better for the 2A community to work with a crypto project and adopt a crypto project built by crypto people that are gun people, that are yeah. liberty oriented, that and are here, I, not I to make will, an overnight buck, but sorry. Uh, I, I will attest Rob here is a gun guy. 100%. I, I ain't 100%. I ain't he is a gun guy, but he is technical. <laughs> um so uh, G-Web wants to know, can you walk us through obtaining Tufts? You can buy Tufts at ProBit or one of the other accounts. Uh, Hank Strange, who's also a big, who also is on the same page as you and I when it comes to this. You know, we got to adopt it and, and come up with our own or we're going to be forced to use one of these gun registration type coins. But uh, Hank Strange and I are going to do a collab. Hopefully we'll get it done this week and maybe push off the next week. I don't know. Hopefully we're going to get it done this week and we're going to do a collaboration on how to buy Tusk. I've already shot a lot of the like back end stuff of how to buy Tusk and then we're going to throw it out there. But uh probit, if you just Google probit, um, it will, you yeah. can buy from there. A bullet. Yeah. There's the, if you go to um, our website, network, Tusk.network. If you look right um, here, a, it says visit Tusk.network right under us. And there's a button that says get Tusk and it's got a link to all the different uh, we're on six exchanges right now um, and we're getting on more. And, and this is a growth process. We'll get on bigger exchanges and American exchanges over time. Um, but right now um, we're on six exchanges right now. Probit is, is and Atomars are probably the two best ones to look at right now. And Bololex is a really, really good one too. Um, in fact, Bololex uh, or Probit, either one would be my choice. Yeah. I, I, I have, 
I have stuff on on, on both actually. I like Probit better though. Yeah, Probit's got a really nice interface. Uh, I I try to be as neutral as possible on telling people where to go for exchanges. One, I don't control exchanges, and I say it's always good if you're going to buy Tusk, get it off the exchange, set up and you know go to Tusk.network, set up an account, and um and move your Tusk from the exchange as soon as you buy it. Typically, that's the safe thing to do. Um, exchanges just do weird things sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I just move it right to um basically I just use the exchanges like Probit or Bubble X. I have both just in case something happens. But I use that them as a middleman. Like I'll go in there and buy or sell Tusk and move it to my Tusk wallet or I'll move it to my Coinbase. The because I try trend I go to Tusk to Bitcoin. So right. uh so I use it both ways. Um it's basically go, just a middleman. So you're saying you go both ways? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I, that's fine if that's what you like. But that's that's, that's, just, that's not me. Just doing the derail. Got to do the derail. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't care what you do. Um, that's that's totally up to you. But that's no, just not for me. That's okay. <laughs> Uh, but um but anyways so yeah there's, uh, so, to, to answer uh, one more thing answer g web question yes you can buy other coins as well on those exchanges oh yeah lots of them um and uh yeah growth it's interesting in crypto be to get on the next bigger exchange you have to have so much volume on the smaller exchanges so it's like it's like Stepping some exchanges are, they're, they're like yeah like training wheel exchanges so as you grow you get to go on the bigger one. So everybody's like, why aren't you on Binance? I'm like, okay, well, I don't have a million dollars for listing fee and we don't have a million dollars a day in trade volume. So that's why we're not on Binance yet, but we'll get there. I, I think eventually we will, but it just takes time. Um, we've only really started marketing about three months ago. So it's like, we're just now starting to get the word out. We're starting to develop a lot of interesting relationships that we're going to be announcing soon. Um, but crypto, I mean, it's interesting. People are like, why don't you just, you know, build up a website and to build something that's going to be around for 50 or 100 years you got to like make sure you're doing things right and, and that takes a little bit of time yeah uh basically g webs is asking like what do we do is there a code or something uh like you have a wallet in the store have a wallet and when you check out there's going to be an option um which is coming up very soon it works and you you check out you select the tusk option and then you select the amount that you want to send and it, it sends it it's very simple you put in your wallet address and then send it direct it's very simple yeah and, and it's interesting if anybody um is used to other types of cryptos our crypto i think is actually easier because the account names um are just human readable like in, if you want to like send me you know tusk you can just basically my account name is just rob mcneely something on 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 our network i don't even know i don't actually spend tusk or so I, I keep my stuff locked away i'm not allowed to spend it my wife doesn't let me touch our accounts um we're saving for a rainy day but um but there, um unlike a lot of blockchains where they have like your key is your public key is this long crazy string of letters and numbers that's not readable or memorizable um ours is just you know whatever your account name is that public name whether it's you know uh billy bob or whatever billy bob's tusk could be an account name and yeah. uh when you want to move from one account to another on tusk it's just you put in billy bob's you know tusk and there you go it just yeah it's real easy to find I, so I we thought that would you bought a backpack with tusk you know it's it, a yeah oh, from citizen armor you pull it over and those it, are slick and it turns into a bullet resistant vest. So you can always um, carry a bullet resistant vest with you without looking crazy or getting like, the cops called on you. So we uh we were actually just down at the factory a few weeks ago with uh two NFL players and got a whole tour of the factory and got to shoot body armor in the in uh their uh their lab and um we're gonna be uh dropping some interesting video clips from that pretty soon. It was really a really fun day. So but we got to see that 
that backpack and stuff and how they make all this body. Dude, they got Citizen Arms has got some crazy cool technology. Um, they got like a lot of patent pending technology using nanotech and great crazy stuff. Um, and one of the cool things about um, now I'm sounding like I'm, I'm like simping for them right now, but um, Citizen Armor accepts TUS for payment. So CitizenArmor.com. And one of the things about their technology, which is uh, fascinating, is that most body armor Kevlar is only rated for five years, then it falls apart. Whereas theirs is rated for like seven years. It's just because of the way they make it. It's like more water resistant and stuff. So apparently water destroys bulletproof vests. Um, so they got some really cool stuff and it's super flexible, super lightweight. Um, and they got some stuff coming out, but I can't talk about it because they got some super top secret stuff they're working on. Um, but the cool thing about Citizen Armor is they're like a wholly owned subsidiary of an actual defense you know, uh, defense industry, uh, defense industry company. Um, and so, I mean, they got a lot of security going in there. We got to get like background checks and stickers just to go in the door. Um, but they, uh, they are, they believe that everybody should be able to buy armor to protect themselves. So they are one of the few body armor companies that sell to civilians. Um, and that's why they created CitizenArmor.com. Yeah. Um, they actually make really good stuff. Um, I've talked to the owner and, um, I've actually used Tusk there. It's the first Tusk purchase I made was that backpack. Yeah, and we got more coming. So we've been talking to a lot of retailers, and I think over the next few months we're going to be onboarding a lot of retailers that are going to start accepting Tusk um, for payments. That um, we got a few already that have been with us for a little while in our kind of beta test. But um, now that we got payment gateway integrations, we're talking to some we're talking to some big players. And oh, I think I think you're talking to one massive player. Really one massive player, and again, that's. I'm not saying anything. I'm not. I'm not giving out but, the secrets. But our our focus. All I can say is. Um, as a project, when we were this, you know, it's interesting when you're kind of trying to design a money. I mean, essentially, that's what we did. I mean, we took like a while, like trying to figure it out, like all the, you know, trying to, you know, figure out how you want to govern it in a decentralized way. And, and what are the features you want in it? And, and how do you manage it after it's launched? Because there's a lot to go into all that. It's a lot, it's really complicated trying to create something like that from scratch. Um, but one of the things that we wanted to do with Tusk the whole time is I always wanted to figure out ways that as a project, we could give back to the industry and support uh, different groups and things that are you know favorable to the industry. I don't know any other cryptos that are doing that or have done that for the most part. Um, and I think we got some good announcements coming soon um, along that kind of altruistic charitable kind of direction. But to me, you know, we built a project by by the people for the people. And I really do believe that. And I mean that is that, you know, we can create something that is good for the industry in multiple ways, not just, you know, for the retail side of it. Yeah, I, I want to get you in touch. Remind me later. Uh, there is an app called Got Your Six App. You can find out about it at gotyoursixapp.com. They are our newest partner, and I'm actually on there now. So if you guys want to join my group and get notify me if you're if uh you know you got if if the boys with the letters on their backs that like to shoot dogs show up to take your guns you can hit that and it will notify me you go to got your sick actually that says got your app that's not i don't go there that's probably some <clears throat> not good okay <laughs> so what is it what is it that's that's not it but what is it it's got your six app uh it's got your six app i just left out uh six you know Oh, there you go. Got your, oh, the number six app. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, I just left off the, I I don't even want to, I'm not going to go to got your app. But I want to get you, uh, I don't know what that is. It's probably nothing. But um, I want to get you, I want to get you hooked up with those guys because those guys are really good. They're very pro-gun. Okay. Yeah, I'm open. And, And that's the thing with us. It's like Tusk, I mean, we're, we're, you know, primarily a payments project. Like we're, we're not even really doing smart contract stuff yet, though that may change in the future because we're going to be working on some really cool stuff. There you go. Um, I think we got a new retailer. But, um, but uh, hey, I'd happy to uh, uh, connect with me. But 
start uh, let's let's talk rich uh, i'm easy to find just uh um just go to robmcneely.com or just go to tusk uh tuskmp.one and hit the contact form and i'd be happy to reach out and talk with you about what you need to do and give you the documentation um and we also have the documentation on the website but uh but we like to help onboard people just because this you know and kind of walk people through the process of what they need to do to integrate and get involved um it i mean for someone who's you know pretty clever they can figure it out but if you're completely tech noob like we'll hold your hand the best we can. And that's what we're trying to build is like this real collaborative. Um, you didn't get when, 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 when I tested it for you on block tactical, you didn't hold my hand. You just told me, Hey, here, go try it. Cause you're like, a computer <laughs> go figure <programmer>. it out. <laughs> you're like a computer programmer. If I have to hold your hand, there's a big problem. Cause I am not a computer programmer. Um, <laughs> it, it's kind of funny. Like my wife is like more technical than I am. And she does a lot of customer service stuff on the project. Cause by the way, everybody, like none of this is our full-time job. Like everybody around the project has their own day jobs and things yeah, like well, that. I think every, but, every, everyone believes in the project and that's why I hope it's successful. Where if you look well, at these other like coin coins like uh, safe space coin, what are the hell is safe shell coin? Um, it seems like they're not they're in it just to make money, uh, just to make money. They see what's coming down, they see that they're going to go after guns, so they're trying to make a coin that they can pitch and further gun control and also make a buck at our rights. Right. One, of the, one of the funny things about them is they like we we are creating a coin so people can exercise their rights. Gun control now, background checks, registration. It's like what you're not yeah. gonna. Well, you know it's interesting because I've heard um, I've heard some other projects floated. I I've heard of at least probably two or three others, and their concept is is that they have these little tokens that you can make for money, but you could also um, make them basically be attached to art. They're called non-fungible tokens or NFTs. Now, that's the latest craze in crypto, but all it means is that you have a digital, a digital coin, essentially, um, that has some kind of connection to personal information, or it could be a serial number off a gun. And the idea for a lot of people is that that they want, I've seen this a few times and I, I'm opposed to the idea is that they want to go through and make it so that your serial numbered gun would be attached to this token. And then if you wanted to sell the gun, you had to sell the token with it. You know, so I, the, the thinking is that this token um, is proof of ownership, but what it is really these kind of schemes. And I've seen various plays on that kind of thinking. Um, but what it is, it's just a registration kind of thing. And I'm definitely opposed to that um, kind of setup. Because this is where I, I, I'm going is where blockchain can control and be an enslaving yeah, technology can, versus a liberating one. Blockchain is you know, there forever. It's like, you this can, is the kind of stuff. You're, uh, for example, you can see like a wallet, right. all the money in and out of a, like a Bitcoin wallet. Right. And same with Tusk. You can go to our block explorer and you can see what's in a wallet and you don't know who owns the wallet, you know, and you don't know who owns the other wallet. But the transactions on blockchains for most blockchains are publicly viewable. Um, and that's what they call and it's part of a permanent record or an immutable record. Um, and, and the beauty of that is that that makes it so you don't have to guess or trust somebody. They call it trustless is, is the big technical term um, in the industry. But what it means is that you can see that that transaction occurred. So essentially, once it's gone across the blockchain and been verified, you got a permanent receipt of a payment, for instance. OK, let me um, let me ask you this. Sorry, uh, there, sorry, keep on interrupting you, but I don't want to forget my stuff. All right, there's something called BitClout, which people can buy. Uh, I'll bring it up. Uh, I think you're going to laugh because I, 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 I know all about it. Okay, you already know about BitClout. All right. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's the dumbest shit ever because you buy, uh, you buy like a coin from like your favorite creator, like a Mr. Beast or Elon Musk or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you use Bitcoin to buy that. 
if you look on the at at the address and you look how much that guy has made, whoever owns Bitcoin, who the hell knows who owns it. There's no way there, there there's no way to get your money out. By the way, you can only buy into it. You can't get your money out. Um, yeah, but I but, just read a long I just read a long thread on that, and uh, literally yesterday, and they went and tracked down, and it's looking like it's a kind of a just a pump and dump kind of scheme. Oh, definitely pump and, and dump. Said, <laughs> yeah, and so and it's pumping dump and Bitcoin into this guy's wallet. So um, yeah, yeah I, I'm. Kind of, Two hundred fifty million uh, worth. Yeah, you know, you, I. The, you know, right now it's a wild. It's not the wild west, but no, it's people that people don't are understand. in a frenzy right now. They're in a frenzy. Well, it's they a gold don't, rush. Yeah, they don't understand, and they don't want to miss the next big thing, right? Right, and so, like for instance, there was a coin called um, Safe Moon that launched like a month ago. And it's just a hype coin. Dogecoin. Way, I think it's way worse. Well, I think Dogecoin at least started like as a legitimate blockchain and a legitimate joke blockchain. But it's, um, but it was just launched and gotten rid of it. No one made any money off it who launched it. Um, and it's been around like Dogecoin's been around for like seven or eight years. It's been around a long time. And yeah. It just got pumped, but this this made safe coin is just like those people are just dropping these coins and saying this will be the next biggest ginormous thing, um, and that thing pumped in a month from like zero to like seven billion dollars in market cap, um, and it crashed like down to like three million, but it's floating at like three million and going down now. But literally, the people that launched that are like sitting on a stupid amount of money now um, in literally over four weeks. So what happens is. People now are throwing anything at any of these hype coins, thinking, "Well, it might go up and crash in a month. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't be the guy that gets the rug pulled out from under me. But I'll make something. I'll do a thousand x in two weeks or something." But ultimately, in those situations, the people that made the coin are the ones making all the money. At and that seven billion, there's like four billion dollars in value lost in like two days. Like, yeah, well, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I, I was watching something. Some dude made a joke coin. It was called like joke coin or something like that. You know, just just screwing around. And he looked at it a week later, and and then he realized he had a two hundred fifty million dollar market cap. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> he I mean, didn't do anything. It, it, and, and, but, and and he was and he and he put out like uh, I gotta find him because he put a YouTube video of saying stop buying this. It was a joke. Well, here's the thing with like marketing cryptos, and this is something like our market caps like four million dollars, right? And we've worked hard to you know create something of value. We've been working on this for a couple of years now, so we've been working hard to create something that's actually useful, that solves a big problem, and that we think is going to be here for a long time. And one of the things that's interesting, especially with the SEC and securities regulations, and and we're not an illegal security under U.S. law, that we never sold tokens, we never sold coins. Um, we all bootstrapped this and, and just have been working and supporting it on our own. Um, but if, you know, people have asked that a lot, like, why don't we hype Tusk in the same way like these other hyped projects are? And I, I got a background in sales and marketing, and I, I watch how they hype them, and all they do and you can just basically go watch the Twitter feeds of what they're saying. They're like, oh, we're going to be the next big billion dollar thing. Let's keep doing it. Well, and but that's illegal by one. That's illegal under U.S. law. <laughs> it's like you're not supposed to market investments in that way, any way, shape or form. It's completely illegal. Um, but to me, it's it's they're just they're just basically creating a siren song, trying to goad people that many of which are desperate that are trying to get rich quick overnight. Um, and they're taking a lot of people's money along the way. A lot of people are losing everything. And and that saddens me. Now, because I know how easy it would be to hype toss that way. I mean, I could do the same pitches that these guys are doing. It's not hard. Um, but I also know one, that's not what we're trying to do. We're not just trying to hype something. We're trying to create real value for people and solve real problems with what we're doing. Um, and two, I don't want to break any laws. So guess what? If you're creating a project, you don't want to make yourself a target of regulators. That's called regulatory risks. Um, and so there's a reason we don't pump that because, you know, our focus is creating payments um, and creating cheap, fast payments for retailers in the gun space that are two-way friendly that can't be shut down. 
and ultimately, we're trying to create plan B for the gun industry. We're trying to create a backup plan. So when the, you know, the hammer comes down or banks, I mean, think about it this way. Even if the, the 2A community pays a lot of fees for even just having a normal credit card processing account, they're paying really, really high fees. You know, yeah. the, the banks don't have to stop doing business with them. All they need to do is double their, double their fees. You know what I mean? There's all sorts of ways that the banks can like put pressure on, you know, the 2A community to make things difficult. Operation choke point. Operation choke point. And so to us, we're trying to create plan B, an insurance policy against cancel culture and being debanked. And I look at it like this. What else you got? It, what else does the 2A community got? They already can't use PayPal or Venmo or Square or Cash App or Stripe or any of those things. They can't use any of them now. And they're paying super high fees. So what happens if their merchant processing gets cut off? Many, many mom and pop, especially mom and pop, little smaller companies that do a lot of business online or they, well, you know how it is, right? They could just, they're out of business. They're done. We're Rex Solentium. Um, the suppressors are incredible, by the way. Go check them out. That's not a sponsor. That's just me saying that their suppressors are incredible because I own uh, some Rex Solentium suppressors. But uh, they they got kicked off like three times, and that's one of the reasons why they started accepting Bitcoin, because they kept on getting shut down. Correct, and and that's when we're not under a lot of political pressure. On top of that, right? yeah, that, yeah, that it's was like during the Trump just, administration. Right. So my take is this: you got to build infrastructure now while we have the time, while we're still free to do that. And by infrastructure, I mean people actually starting to use it, people having payment gateways put up on their websites, you know, uh, more businesses starting to use it and adopt it. And to me, if we don't build that infrastructure now while we have time, because once the hammer comes down, there's what do you do at that point? It's already too late. And and to me, I'm really concerned about that. And on top of that, I don't know about you, but if you notice the inflation lately, do you notice like the ten trillion dollars they printed up during the last four years and the next twenty four years are gonna do probably another twenty? <laughs> do you know that wouldn't it be nice if you had a payment system that wasn't based in dollars that are starting to like really inflate? Well, here, um, here's the thing. You are a sponsor of the of the show. I don't think there's any there's any way someone can't how that because it's a vivid network right below your name uh there's vivid like network scrolling across you know uh the, i play a commercial <laughs> before so there's there's no doubt that you are definitely a sponsor of the show you also sponsor hank strange as well but the community yes yeah the community uh tusk i'm talking about tusk but that's not why i uh, I, I pump you guys. I don't really, I wouldn't say pump, but, but I, I push people to look at you guys. And that's not why Hank concentrates on you guys. We both believe in the project. And with crypto, you have something called a pump and dump. And for people who don't realize what that is, it's people that go around and they, oh, you got to buy this coin. You got to buy this coin. And then once it gets up there, they dump all theirs. And basically, it's like a pyramid scheme. Tusk isn't really a pyramid scheme. And that's one of the things I like about it. You're not going to get like super burned on it. Well, I, I always I always start off with like, look, I mean, we never the you know, none of the founders, we never sold coins, we never did an ICO or, you know, pitch Tusk as an investment out there. That's not what we did, right? And we said like, you know, look and we said, look, if we're gonna build something let's just build it. That was kind of our attitude. And and we took our own time and risks uh, to do that. And that's a very different thing. This wasn't a money making, you know, scam like a lot of other cryptos are. Um, like I said, we're really trying to solve a real problem and a problem in an industry I'm very passionate about. Yeah. Um, gorillas and guns might be a good person for, uh, Tusk too. Um, I, 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 let me talk to him about it. Uh, he's also the co-host of Virginia Reloaded. Um, so yeah, we, yeah. we, we can work that out. Um, I have a lot of votes. So there you go. Um, yeah, uh, G-Web has a question that I think is a very interesting question, and I think you're going to want to handle this because Tusk is not digital gold. Uh, he wants to ask, is there an investment side to buying Tusk? If you buy 100 Tusk today, is there a possibility it will be more than 
it will be worth more than $100 in the future. And I think this is kind of a double-edged sword because to answer the question, um, let me answer the question for me, and then you can answer the question. Is there a possibility if you buy $100 worth of Tufts today, is is there a possibility it's going to be worth more than $100 in the future? I would say if you look at the track record of Tusk, absolutely there is. But that's not what Tusk is designed for. Um, And I want you to speak about what it's designed for. I want to answer it. Yes, it could be. But that's not what Tusk is for. So I'm going to hand it off to you. Okay. So understand... Being crypto in the United States, we are closely watched by the Securities and Exchange Commission, even though we should not fall under, let's just say, the legal definition of an illegal security. Well, that's Um, why I answered it, and now I'm handing it over to you. So I I have to be very careful about what I say, Um, even though because we believe as a project that because we are 2A friendly, that people are going to like notice us as we grow from a regulated standpoint and give us a hard time. We assume that's going to happen. Okay. We didn't come into this with our eyes closed. Um, that being said, um, the price of Tusk is market driven. Um, and so that is based on supply and demand on the exchanges. Uh, we as a team have nothing to do with that. We have no control over that. Um, and so the, the value of crypto floats or our crypto floats because we're, we're not a stable coin. Um, and to me, that's actually how things should be like the value of something should be determined by what the market believes it's valued at. Um, if you want to look at coinpaprika.com and you look up Tusk, T-U-S-C, um, according to coinpaprika.com, uh, our value has increased 740% in 12 months in the last year. So whatever that means, I don't know. I don't know if, what will happen in the future. Um, all I can say is that we're going to keep trying to grow the project and onboard more retailers and get more people using it. Um, and that's all I can say about what the price is going to do. The market determines what the value of it that is. Um, but I'm not ever going to tell you to go invest in Tusk because you're going to make a buck or become rich overnight. I will never tell you that. Um, one, it's still early. And two, there's regulatory reasons why I can't. And so, and I'm not going to. Um, one or three, I don't give financial advice other than I think you should also own some Bitcoin long term for your investment portfolio, but not more than you can lose. But, but that would be good advice that I give everybody. Well, you don't ever want to put more than you can lose in anything. Um, Correct. Oh, and, and I'll put it this way. All crypto. Yeah, there you and, go. And I'll tell you right now, all, all crypto is high risk investments right now and the earlier the project is in its growth the higher that risk is but the and higher just like any, the risk reverse, reverse reward it, right so the earlier you get involved with the project you know the more likely you're going to have higher upside but higher risks so i always tell people because i i do believe in financial literacy and i say look crypto should be probably for most people like not even five percent of their portfolio for their investments um but I know lots of people that are all in 100% on, you know, crypto and Bitcoin. And, and I don't I think that's a little reckless, to be honest. Um, I have investments in crypto, but I have investments in other things, too. Um, but all I can say is uh, we're not giving up. We're going to keep working hard on the project. We've been working on the project for three years now. Um, we have a working product. We don't have any debt. We have no overhead really um to run the project um and there's a lot of tusk in the worker proposal fund um that can be used to pay for developers and marketing going forward well that, and, and so we're in a good position as, as a project that's one of the reasons why i was saying gorillas and guns should write up a proposal because uh he actually he actually pimps you guys a lot <laughs> gorillas and guns yeah gorillas and guns yeah he actually, okay. he actually talks, tells people about Tusk all the time and how people need to get on Tusk and stuff. And he's like not even sponsored. So, dude, well, might as well do it, right? Well, of course. Like, put me in contact with him. Um, and uh, I will yeah, because I, he's always telling people about Tusk, but yet he's 
<laughs> well, let, well, let's explain what that means for the people that are new here. Like, so when we're talking about like sponsoring you or um, going and sponsoring Hank Strange or anybody else, that's not me just giving you money. I don't have the ability to do that. What it is is that in in Tusk, all the decisions about the the project are voted on. And so if you have one toss, that's one vote. And so how de- decisions get made and how work gets done. So say you wanted to do some marketing for Tusk or do some programming for Tusk, you can actually put in a public proposal to the network and the community votes on it. So you can say, hey, um, I'm a podcaster and I got this many subscribers and I would love for the Tusk Network to sponsor my podcast. And it's going to be for so many days. And, and this is what I think we can offer you. This is how much I think I should get paid for that based on these different factors. You basically are selling yourself. And then that goes into the system and then people vote on it. And then once it gets approved, um, those vendors or people that are getting sponsored get paid on a daily basis to directly to their wallet from the blockchain. So this isn't me picking and choosing those sponsorships. This is the community itself, yeah. one, making the decision and two, voting on it. Um, and I don't have control over that. So it's funny because there's been some proposals. I'm like, I don't want to support that, but I don't have a choice yeah, because we, I don't have talked about that before. Yeah. And so, and I like to explain that is I don't control Tusk. You know, we launched Tusk, but once the block producers took it over, essentially, and started running the network, I don't have decision-making authority over Tusk any way, shape, or form, even though sometimes I would like it because I'm an entrepreneur and we tend to be like, you know, I, my entrepreneurial part of me has a hard time with that sometimes because we want to control the baby that we created. But I also know that for Tusk to be successful, it can't be, we can't have the ability to have it shut down by one person being taken out. You can't have a central single point of failure. Um, and we needed it to be decentralized. So once we launched the network and the block producers came in and took it over, um, we gave up control of it as, as a development team. And I think that's important to know is that I can't shut you down. Tusk can't shut an account down ever. You set up a wallet on Tusk, I can't shut it down ever. I don't have the ability to. No one does. The network doesn't have the functionality coded into it. And, and and I think that's important, critically important for being that like plan B, that insurance policy um, is that you can't. So even like with like Parler, right? Parler like, you know, pointed it out and touted how they were free speech centric, but they weren't blockchain based. Okay. They were completely, they were no different than Twitter, essentially, just smaller. And they were easy to take down because there was a central point of failure to take them out. They weren't decentralized. And yeah, if you want to make money and be a business, you can, you have to be centralized in a lot of ways and be a gatekeeper. But if you want to be protected and decentralized, you can't have the gatekeeper functionality built in and and we didn't build it in. Yeah. Which is, which is a good thing. Um, Yeah. I mean, like, uh, gorillas and guns just going getting back to you uh you would have my support you, you would have hank's support gorilla and guns go on hank's show a lot good well i like gorillas so let's do it um uh so yeah and somebody wants to know about a discord or facebook group and it's really funny he said no they didn't there's not there's not and then g web says Telegram, I'm okay with, and that's exactly where the Tusk group is, which is kind of funny. Well, well we have a Discord too. Um, you have a so, Discord, yeah. uh, but, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to use Discord, or you know, I, I'm not a big fan of Discord either. I, I've been, I've been, I, I, I just created a new Discord today after being kicked off. But Discord is like our development team. They like the they're nerdy and they like Discord. So a lot of programmers like discord better so and so we do have a discord um we have a telegram um we do have all the socials but in my opinion like facebook and instagram i I don't really care about them i'm actually spending more time on mines right now too because they are blockchain based again Uh, i like library for videos because they're or odyssey now is what they're called um they're a blockchain social media youtube uh equivalent um, and I think to me, I want to spend more time on these decentralized platforms because I just know it's a matter of time between Instagram and Facebook cut us off. But, but I think the most active group for Tusk right now is our Telegram, and it's just at Tusk Network on Telegram. And you can get that at Tusk.network in the community section. There's a link to the Telegram and Discord if you're interested. Yeah, uh, Discord kicked me off. 
What you, what did, who did, who did, who's Wheaties Japan? Uh, I didn't do anything. They marked me as a dangerous person. That's why I think they were sharing information with Facebook because they banned my. Uh, Minds is a different. Uh, is a different social networking platform. It's kind of like a Facebook, but it's blockchain and it's a lot better and it's a lot more freedom oriented. Now, um, I think they got, when Facebook banned me, um, Discord banned me shortly after. And the only thing that I did on Discord was my gaming channels and stock informer. So they must have shared, but like, didn't talk about guns or anything or anything. Well, we, we actually, our URL is banned on both Instagram and Facebook. You yeah, can't no. type trust.network in. And then we um we just had to set up a new Instagram and a new Tusk page on Facebook because the other ones were basically tainted. Like we couldn't use them anymore. They just basically said, no, violate community service. And we're like, and it's interesting because if you go through and look at like our website and stuff, there's really not a lot of mention of guns on there. We don't really... We, we deliberately are trying to be like more neutral in some of that marketing. Um, and that's deliberate, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're not trying to alienate people, um, but not trip up all the algorithms. Like that's the hard part, right? It's like, how do you talk about two way anything? And I even see this with my own personal Twitter when I use certain hashtags like two way and, you know, guns or anything like that. I mean, I get, I, cause like, you can look at the analytics and just see these good posts that get like a quarter of, you know, the kitten posts kind of stuff. Like it's just, it's just, they know and they just throttle back, you know, on certain content. And so to me, long-term, I just, I, I hope like Minds and Odyssey get more popular going forward just because, you know, I just don't want to invest a lot of time into the more, you know, ban hammer Silicon Valley kind of platforms anymore. I just, it's just a lot of work to build up. And then one day they just snap their fingers and you're gone. Well, the Discord thing really pissed me off because, like I said, I was not, I mean, well, I'm back in the groups again, got to make a new Discord of, like, some gaming groups, but uh, I didn't talk about guns on there. I mean, that was, like, part of my getaway where I didn't talk about controversial issues or politics at all, and yet somehow... I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. No, it's just, it's about, like, gaming. But somehow they got my email address and banned me for being a dangerous person. Which that's that's interesting. Um, in, I have not heard hate that speech, before, which is just weird. It doesn't no, surprise it, me. It, 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 know- it wasn't just me. Uh, like several other members of a group that I was involved in, they all got banned off Discord too. Well, you know they talk because you saw how they when they Absolutely. decided to deplatform both Trump and Parler. That that's not an accident. That every social media company within a few hours of each other all did it at the same time. You yeah. know, because you know if these companies weren't talking, they're going to have to run it up. I mean, come on, you're going to cancel the president of the United States in like with forty million followers. On you're really you do not understand. That decision has to be no. I'm you know the CEO was involved in that. No underling is going to cancel the president of the United States or the past president of the United States. That is just not going to happen on, on Twitter. Dorsey had to make that decision. There's uh, no way around that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And when it happened to me and and my friends, we didn't even know each other were on Discord. Like one guy used it as, you know, looking to notify him when things are in stock or. You know, and, and uh, another guy used it for gaming as well, and it was just weird. And so they must have shared the group I was in. They shared the whole email list, possibly because everyone in that group that had a Discord, even though we didn't communicate to each other, we all got canned at the same time. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you go look at like, um, you've heard this with Mastodon too. You look who runs Discord and Mastodon. Go look at the founders of those organizations. They are not free speech two way friendly people especially in the mastodon especially mastodon they're like weird furry pervy people that run mastodon so because i've heard a lot of people you know even freedom oriented people like oh do a federated mastodon and i'm like have you looked at the founders of mastodon and what they advocate and all the weird pervy stuff going on behind the scenes there i don't want any part of that and and i think ultimately 
you know, it's like any time, anytime you see this, it's just a matter of time. I mean, I can't even use that. Like, what is it? The neighbor app or whatever, <laughs> because of the same thing. I just, you know, I, I don't want to spend my time on platforms for people that hate me that run them. Yeah. And I think that's important. And, you know, building up a social media following is a lot of time and work. And, you know, I've seen so many people in the two way space that have just been canceled overnight and I've heard the same story with, you know, people that are in the two way businesses that are canceled overnight from payment processing, um, banks, uh, you name it. And so really it's the same problem um, that we're trying to address right here. I mean, you got to remember, you know, in the two way world, it's not just about guns where our freedom of speech is being canceled left and right as well. Um, and so decentralized technologies help with free speech, but they also help with commerce. And so ultimately, I'm, I'm trying to support those free speech, you know, platforms, whether it be for financial or just social media. We need to get behind these technologies as a community. There's millions of gun owners in this country. And if all the gun owners just stepped up and decided we're going to use Minds and not Twitter, or we're going to step up and then really focus on using Tusk for payments instead of PayPal, you know, the, we'll have a lot more freedom out there. And I think that's important. And as a, as a community, the 2A community tends to be low tech or slow to adopt new technology. I've been around this space for decades now, and this is the true story. I don't think it's, I mean, I'm not going to argue with people, but there's a lot of people in this industry that are very low tech. And the fact is we got to start getting more high tech as an industry, because if we don't, we're going to lose it all. And you're not going to like it when that happens. Yep. Uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and, in the podcast, uh, you can find me at crumpy.com or you can find me all over the place. Um, I am everywhere and anywhere. Just go to crumpy.com. Have all my links if you want to support me. I do have a Patreon. Now, there it goes. There is my music. If you have a Patreon and everything else at patreon.com slash John Crump. I also relaunched my Discord server, which is in the YouTube chat. Actually, let me put it everywhere. But, but yeah, go ahead and join it. Uh, that's going out right now. But uh, Rob McNeely, tell everyone where they can find you. Certainly. Let's just make it easy. Tusk.network. Tusk.network. That's T-U-S-C.network. T-U-S-C.network. All right. But that said, we are out of here. Stay in the fight. Stay ever vigilant. Stay ever free. Keep in the fight. And we are out of here.